0: We're continuing some in Reish, Mem test and we'll be doing a Sif-based today. And this Sif deals with the restriction of eating too much in Erev Shabbos. And this really gets back to Gemara in Gittin and Davlam and Ches. And Davlam and Ches, but based on Gittin, the Gemara tells us the Omer of Echiyah Bar-Abo, Omer of Yevchanan, Shtei mishpachasai b'Yerushalayim. There are two well-known families in Yerushalayim. Achaz Kovar b'Shabso. That one family had its Shisuda on Shabbos while the, the Rav was giving his drasha. And one family had its suda on Erev Shabbos. What happened to both these families? The Gemara says, They were both uprooted, never to be heard of again. The the families did not last. So the first case makes sense. Having a suda during the uh, the drash is not a good thing. You're taking away from learning. I guess that was the old-fashioned kiddush club. The second example of having a Suda on Arab Shabbos, the question is what's the what's the problem with that? So Rashi quotes two interpretations. The first is they were having their Shabbos, Arab Shabbos really means Friday night, and they were making that into their Iker Suda, which was taken away from the Shabbos Day Suda, and really the Shabbos Day Suda should be the main one. The Iker of Shape, Arab Shabbos Mamish, uh, however, the second interpretation is and that it means they actually had their Suda on Arab Shabbos itself, on Friday. And the truth is, they had that every day, because they were wealthy. Of the But the problem was, you're having a large suda, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you may be indulgent, but there's no real iser. If you're having it Friday, then the problem is, you're taking away your appetite for Friday night, and that was the, that was the reason why this family was cut off. The Rashba is bothered by the question that this whole Gemara seems to be in, in direct contradiction to a Mishnah of P'sochim. The Mishnah P'sochim in base tells us that it's mutter to eat Erev Shabbos right up until Shabbos. In contrast to Erev Pesach, on a Friday you're allowed to eat. So why was this family punished? So the Rashba himself answers, maybe this Gemara here in Gittin is talking about a case where the family was doing this consistently every Erev Shabbos and therefore... There is a major zilzal be covet Shabbos. It was really taking away from the honor of Shabbos. In contrast to the uh, Mishnah in Psachim that's saying if you're gonna eat once in a while on Friday, it's okay. And that's the that's that's the approach of the Rashba. The base Yosef, and we'll see this in the Chaber, he has a different answer. It's not about the consistency of having the, the Suda on Friday, but it's more what kind of Suda was it? And the Mishnah in Psachim is telling us clearly, you're allowed to have a regular Suda on Friday, that's not a problem. Now, the main issue, though, is what's happening here in the Gemara and Gittin is Herod, they were having a lavish suda. They were having a massive spread, and that, like Rashi tells us in his second shot, that was really taking away from covered Shabbos because they were no longer hungry going into Shabbos. Let's take a look here at Sifbase, and we'll see this restriction of eating too much in Arab Shabbos. And altogether, we're going to see three different interpretations in the Rishonim as to why it's a problem. The Mahabur is going with Rashi, that it takes away from one's appetite, there's a Primagodim quoted in the Berlacha that says the real problem is that you're equating the weekday to Shabbos by having too nice of a, of a meal going into Shabbos on Friday, you're almost making it the same thing, which is taking away from the Kavod Shabbos. And there's a third opinion that will be quoted in the Mishnah of from the Rebbe that the issue is if you have a large feast on Friday, that itself takes time and energy and preparation, and that will take away from the hachana needed for Kavod Shabbos. Let's start the Machaber Sif Beis. Also, Likvoa Ber Shabbos Suda Mishta Shaina be It's Aser on Erev Shabbos to have a Suda that you don't usually have during the week. And even though he says Aser Likvoa, which might sound similar to the Rash, but it's only if you do so bikvious, But it's clear from the Berlacha that we're past getting even doing it once in a while. But if you're koveya Suda right now in a way that's that's much more than you usually would. That's Asur on Friday. And even if it's here, getting together for a Sudas celebrating the erison, which we know is the first step in the marriage process, and the olden days, Erisin would take place prior to nisuin, We know that nowadays erison and nisuin happen back to back, both under the Chuppah. But if you just have the erison, although it's a mitzvah to celebrate that with a Sudha, If the Eresen took place before Friday, you cannot have the Suda's Eresen on Friday. And the reason is, We want you to come into Shabbos ready to eat. And the entire day is included in this restriction. So even in the morning to have a massive breakfast would be also, says the Ramah. A is Manaber of Shabbos, kigah bris milah or pinyin but a suda where its time is on Friday, like a bris or pinyin haben, then muter kei merely vechayim min then it's mutter to have a larger suda in celebration of that mitzvah, and this is the the uh, prevalent custom. The berlacha points out who I didn't besiyum mesecta that finishing a mesechta would also be a suda's mitzvah, that we view it, that this is its time. Um, according to some Ronim, though, that's only true if you finish the mesechta right here on Friday. It could be, though, if you finish the mesechta earlier, that may be similar to the suda's erison where the is not happening on Friday. You can't have the suda on Friday, perhaps. It's the same thing is true when it comes to the Sium, and that's that, that's more debatable. Let's continue with mechaber. Le'echel velishtos bliquev yasuda to eat and drink meaning to snack on friday without being kaveyasuda afilu suda really means va'afilu, or even if you were to have a meal a regular sit down meal you're going to have the sandwich but it's the regular type of breakfast or lunch you would have throughout the week kolhayo mutlas then the entire day is mutter However, there's a mitzvah, it's a nice thing to do is to refrain from having a regular suda from nine hours in the day and on. So if you take a day that starts at 6 in the morning and ends at 6 p.m., meaning to say, therefore, Shabbos is starting at 6, to refrain, it's a mitzvah to refrain from eating a meal from 3 p.m. and on. Now we're going to see the Mishnah Vura, what the, what the Machaber is doing here. He's really telling us two different ideas. Snacking, which is eating and drinking, bleak via suda, that's mutter the entire day, and there's not even a mitzvah to refrain from snacking. You could really take a little bite of the chicken or have something to drink right up until Shabbos, and that's totally fine on all levels. Um, what he means to say is that a suda, shiragel bal having something, a real suda, even though it's uh, no bigger than you usually have, that you should try to stay away from, from nine hours of the day and onward. And the uh, the B'er Lacha does point out that if you're just having a suda, a small suda, just to take away the hunger pains, you haven't eaten all day, and you want to have something small, so then even if it's after nine hours, there's not even a mitzvah to refrain from such a thing. Let's take a look at the Mishnah Bura Sukkot and Also Ligvoa. There was a Mishpacha that was Koveya Sudan on Erev Shabbos, and it was uprooted. The same restriction will be asserted on Erev Yontif as well, because we have the same Mitzvah, Oneg and Kavod Yontif. And the Chudas will learn in Tav Chavtes. That there's an added Indian when it comes to Yontif, which is Simcha, the Simcha's Yontif. Sivkat in Tes, Sudas Erison, Perush, Im Eris, Kodom Lechein. The only time we'd say you can't have a Sudas Erison on Friday is if the Erison itself took place before Friday. Then Asr Lasso says Sudabev Shabbos, the after Sudas Erison, a Mitzvah, even though it's a mitzvah to celebrate the Erison, Mikol Makom Hakdimah, you should have had the Sudas earlier. Of But if you actually did the erasin on Friday, then it's totally fine to have the Suda on that same day. The cave in the in, because doing erasin itself is mutter on Friday, based on the principle of we don't want somebody else to take her hand at marriage first. So then the Suda in celebration would also be Mutter we review that as the suda of a milah, or Pidyan haben, where it's at set time. Shabbos, the same thing is true if the actual nesuen, the entire marriage take place on Shab- on Arab Shabbos. M'te lasu z'asudah gamkein, you can have the suda for the nesuen on Friday. However, it's a nice thing to do if possible, to push off the suda to the next day after Shabbos at some point. Of be'eriz, be'eriz Shabbos. even if the erison takes place on on Friday, if you could push it off till after it's a nice thing to do if possible. Vida the however, in the we, we, we nowadays don't really have a Sudas erison because we have the Ariisson and the Nesuin together. we just have the Chuppah. So theoretically, if someone was getting married on Friday, it would be Mutter Minhadin to have the entire festive wedding celebration on Friday. But oftentimes when a couple gets engaged, you'll have a l'chaim or a Vor to get together, and you might have a, a suda in celebration of the engagement. So that's not considered a suda's as mitzvah, and therefore even if they get engaged on Friday, they should not have a Suda. Now again, this is only true if it's a Suda that's larger than your regular Suda. You should not have a larger Suda in celebration of the of the suda. However, if you're just getting together, which most vorts or lechaims are nowadays, you have some cake and a little bit of schnapps and something to drink, so that would be mutter on Friday. That's not called the suda at all. Sivqot the Yud. Kavod HaShabbos. The says, the reason why you can't have a larger suda on Friday is because of Kavod HaShabbos. Others say, this is according to the Rebbeinu Tam, Shemitoch Tirdas HaSuda LoYizasku B'Tzarchei Shabbos. Because of all the work, that's required for the larger Suda, you're taking away the time needed for preparation of Shabbos. And the, the nafkamina between this reason and the reason quoted in the Mechaber would be, if you have help, if you have many people who are hired to help you and they're getting everything set up, so according to their Binatam, it shouldn't be a problem. It's not taking away my time from getting ready for Shabbos. According to the Mechaber, where it's, it's not about the preparation, it's about eating a larger Suda will take away my appetite, it would still be a problem. And like we mentioned from the Prima where he said that it's a zilzal of Shabbos, it's like you're equating Friday to Shabbos, that also would be true regardless of if you have help. Sefkotet Yod Aleph, the Le Shabbos, you should enter in the Shabbos with a hearty appetite. Sh'av she'ochle be'boker, ke'ven she'umar v'sudasah, lo sh'lo kirigiluso, shuv lo'yohel belalete'ovon. And this is true even if you have a large... Uh, meal in the morning. Bottom line is, you're not going to enter into Shabbos with the same level of bris uh, lidaso. Even if the bris is not on the eighth day, let's say the child was a little bit ill and uh, the mole pushes off the bris a few days. And now he decides on Friday, which is really day 10 or 11, whatever it is of the child's life, to have the bris. That's still called Zman Kavua. The Because you can't allow him to stay uncircumcised for even one day, once we get the go-ahead to do the bris, it's called its zman. And the same thing is true with Pinin HaBen. Even if it's been more than 30 days, parenthetically people do make the mistake, Pinin HaBen is not on the 30th day. You have to have 30 days pass, and Pinin HaBen itself is on the 31st day. But let's say it's not the 32nd or 33rd day, it's still considered its zaman. filo uh, acher, shaita Every moment you have not redeemed him, there's a ch'yiv to do so. and therefore you could have the suda for the, the brist that was pushed off or the pidgin ha'ben that was after the 31st day. So, katan yud gemol mutter, v'hi gamkein sudah's mitzvah, because the bris, or the pinyin haben or the siyum, they're all viewed as a suda's mitzvah, we would not push those off for the cover the Shabbos, for the suda of Shabbos we're anticipating. However, you should arrange to have the suda for the bris, or the pinyin haben or the siyum, uh, earlier on in the day, so hopefully you will still enter in the Shabbos with a, with a good appetite. Purim. We learn over there that when Purim falls out on Friday, we don't push off the suda of Purim because we're concerned for Kavajabas. We do say it's mutter to have that suda the entire day, but preferably you should do so in the morning. So hopefully you'll enter into Shabbos <laughs> b'te'ovon. So, so if you you're allowed to have that suda even post-mincha, and the same thing is true with these examples as well. Sifka and Yud Dalet. The said to eat and drink throughout the day is totally fine. However, don't get the wrong impression. If you're drinking so much that it actually brings satiation, that's obviously a problem. Of course that takes away your appetite. The Khush and we see this, we, we know this. The Palmim Yukali Botal Yade, Shikrusa Misu de Shabbas the It could be through one shikhrus, one's intoxication. He could mix out he could miss out on the Sud of Shabbos altogether. Al Kane Mitzvali Monimiza Alkopanamites Shooslamal, therefore one should avoid drinking too much from nine hours in the day and onward. Sipkhat and Tesva Philu Hainukum Vafilu. Ratzilomer, what the Mahabra means to say here is as follows. For sure. If you're not having a real meal, you're just snacking, that's mutter the entire day. And there's not even a mitzvah to refrain from snacking. suda. And he goes on to say, and even with a filu, even with the being koveya suda. Since you're not doing anything too um, overindulgent, you're having the same amount of food you, you usually have for a breakfast or a lunch throughout the week. That's mutter the entire day, But at least regarding a real sudha, there it's a mitzvah to hold back from nine hours and onward. If one did start, there's no need to stop. It's okay to continue. So that is the fourth of the day until the evening. During the winter months where the days are very short. It would make sense to avoid a, a, a Suda, even though it's a regular amount of food, even before nine hours. The main thing is we should be honest with ourselves. If we know by having even a regular suda, a couple slices of pizza or a sandwich right now, even though it's before nine hours, but I know uh, likely I'm not going to have enough appetite to have the suda later on in the evening, that would be a problem, and one want you to avoid that as well. Um, there's an interesting question in the Beer Lacha, where he addresses the uh, the issue... Let's say there's a Sudha for, for a Bris or a Pidin HaBen, and I know though by eating now I'm going to totally destroy my appetite for later on, and I won't be able to have the Sudha Friday night at all. What should I do? So the Baruch quotes the Magan of Rum, B'Shem Nulavush. This the Im Ev Shalakaim Mutav, the imlav the Tedacha Suda Shabbos. theoretically, if I eat now, I'm not going to eat tonight because I'm going to be too stuffed. He passed because I don't have to be concerned for that because right now I'm being osig in a Suda's mitzvah. and I'll take care of the three Suda's tomorrow. I'll try to have three whole meals tomorrow. So that's what Prima Godom explains him as well. So it sounds like he's saying, even though I know by participating in the Bris Suda, or the Suda for the Pirin HaBen, I'm going to take away my appetite totally, where I can't eat the, the Friday night Suda. Okay, right now I'm doing a mitzvah. mitzvah. However, the Berlacher himself says, this does not seem correct to me, because he says, The Suda Friday night is a real chiyuv. It's a mitzvah to have a sudah. It's a mitzvah to join in the suda of a bris, or a, or a siyum, or a pidin haban. But it's not, it's not a chiyuv. In Cain, the Berilacha feels that if you know it's going to take away from Friday night, that should, uh, then you should really try to cut back and make sure you only eat enough where you'd still be able to eat, but on Friday night. Berlach goes on to address one last thing where he speaks about are you allowed to eat at a kiddish Shabbos morning before your your Shabbos day meal? He quotes the, the Darchei Moshe who's saying this b'shem the Orzeruah, Upaskins that because the Iker Suda is having lechem, is having challah, then to have any form of mazonos, cakes or cookies or anything like that beforehand would be taking away from the uh, your teyovo and for the meal itself. So just like we have this issue of not eating on Friday before Friday night, we should have this similar problem with eating on Shabbos morning before the Shabbos Day Suda. And like we mentioned before, the Shabbos Day Suda is the Iker Suda even more so than Friday night. Although the Darche himself argues with Orzuru, the Maggad Ram seems to hold of this concern. And therefore the Maggad would say to have Kiddish Shabbos morning and to have cakes or cookies or cholent before sitting down later to your Shabbos lunch would be something that should be avoided. Uh, the uh, the Bihalacha quotes the Graz. Uh, the Graz says the prevalent custom is to be mekel. Uh, however, those who are, who are more concerned and more sensitive should be careful and not to have too much at the Kiddush in order not to take away from our appetite for the Shabbos lunch. Parenthetically, there's there's a separate issue why some people avoid eating Kiddush before having Shabbos lunch, and that's based on the Sheet of the Grah. We're going to learn in Resha and Gimel that the Kiddush needs to be Makom Suda. That's the only time you're yotze Kiddush, and that's the only time you're able to eat. The question is, what's considered Makom Rov post gimhol that as long as you have a Kazayis of Mazonos, that's considered Kiddush from mukom However, the gra was of the opinion that Suda means you're real Suda Shabbos. And uh, and therefore, if it's before lunch, just having some some cake or mizonos or cholent, that would not be enough to to be Yotze Kiddush. So two potential reasons to stay away from Kiddush and Shul. Number one is the Magan of Ram, not to be filled up for the the Suda. And number two is the gra that you're not really Yotze Kiddush that way. Halacha Lemaise, though, uh, Rove people are Mekel. And they do eat Kiddush at Shul, and the main thing is to have in mind, not to overdo it, to have an appetite for the uh, the Suda Shabbos. We'll continue tomorrow with Sif Gimel.